Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I want to follow up on a conversation that we had a little while ago, specifically in episode 48, (laughs) which was the last time I talked about self-worth. And in today's episode, I have no clue, by the way, what I actually said in that episode. So maybe you're going to go back and listen to it and realize that some of it conflicts with what I'm talking about today. Hey, guess what? That's called growth. That's <laughs> that is that means that I as an individual have grown during that time and I've learned new things and experienced life and business in different ways. And today I want to I want to really really dig into self-worth being an inside job. I see a lack of self-worth playing out across my work. And I see it having huge, huge impacts, serious impacts, impacts in business, impacts in life. I see it holding people back from doing their best work, the the work that they feel the most connected to really going for it. I see it in no matter how successful in inverted commas people are, they never actually feel successful. I see it in people rushing through the things, the very things that are the small things that they know one day will be the big things that are meant to bring them joy, but they feel like they're rushing through it. I see it in people struggling to rest, struggling to take breaks, struggling to receive, procrastinating, self-sabotaging, finding validation through accolades, but it's never enough. You, You can probably hear I can go on and on and on with the amount that I see self-worth or lack thereof coming out in my clients, whether that's when I'm speaking to them on a one-to-one basis or whether that's through the work that we do inside the Thrive First Method, right? I do want to, before we get into the second minute, oh no, we're already there. (laughs) Okay. In the second minute of this episode, I do want to stop and acknowledge something. I want to stop and acknowledge emotional privilege. And I also want to stop and acknowledge unfair events in life and in business. What I know to be true is in some of my clients, they have experienced um, neglect, they have experienced abuse, whether that is, we, we often think of abuse in like a, as you were growing up, you experienced neglect and abuse off of maybe a parent or guardian. But what I have personally experienced with my own clients is they've experienced abuse in the workplace, right? They've experienced someone shouting them down in an office, in an open office, humiliating them, um, literally saying that they're stupid, they don't make, they don't make sense, um, things that are not fair and should never have happened. And I want to acknowledge that because we can't really talk about self-worth and make out like that like this episode is is called Self-Worth is an inside job, but we can't really talk about that without acknowledging that there are things that will have happened to you in life and in business that were never your fault and they never should have happened to you. However, no, 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 actually not however, not but, and they should never have happened to you. And even still, we're still responsible for our own shit. We can still give ourselves grace and understanding and take ownership of who we are and what we think and how we behave and what we see our lives, what we see for ourselves in life and in business moving forward. So 
please know that I'm heading on into this episode acknowledging that things may have happened to you in life and in business that were just not fair and should never have happened to you and will have had a significant impact on your self-worth, right? Only the other day I was speaking to my one-to-one client and they were saying about something that had happened in business. And I won't go into detail because it's not mine to share, but one of the thoughts that I can recognize that they must have had is, how on earth could you have treated me that way without me really being shit? Because if I was ever going to treat someone that way, I would have to think that they were a piece of shit. So therefore I must be a piece of shit for someone to have treated me that way. And it took a lot of unraveling to get clarity around those thoughts and to look back on that past, almost like, um, you know, in Ebenezer Scrooge, where you've got like the ghost of Christmas past, look back on that past and realize that it was never actually about you. It was about them and the shitty place that they were in and the way that they treated you was actually not a reflection of your worth, not a reflection of anything, right? And all that said, all that acknowledged we still can give ourselves grace and understanding and still take full ownership of ourselves currently and where we are heading. So back onto self-worth and back onto this conversation about self-worth being an inside job. What happens when we have low self-worth? That's where I want to start in this episode. When we have low self-worth, we literally, we can see, we literally can see that we do not value ourselves and it will come out it will show you, it will come out as in, as symptoms. So you will be able to see your lack of self-worth through the resources available to you. Resources available to you, which are things like your money, resources available to you, your time, food, drink, other substances. <laughs> we literally can see that we don't value ourselves in, so let's take the money example. That can come out in not paying attention to your finances, not paying attention to what is coming in and what is going out, not asking for what you want, not recognizing what you are worth and asking for it. Not, um, do you know what? I actually also see it coming out in like blasting 200 quid in B&M. If you're an overseas listener, B&M is like, I imagine what Target is in America maybe, I don't know. <laughs> B&M's like a thrift shop. Like, is it a thrift shop? No, a thrift shop is the second. Oh, listen, I'm getting all tangled up in what B&M is. Google it. <laughs> it can come out in dropping 200 quid in B&M because we don't value ourselves to spend 200 pounds on healthy food or something that would actually make you feel good about yourself. That's how it can come out in money. It can come out in time by putting everyone else and everything else in front of yourself. It can come out in time. It can come out in the way that you treat yourself. And I've got a note to myself here. What does this say? Page 12 of the Thrive First Method workbook. Why am I referring to page 12? of the? This is interesting. I have not remembered why. Okay, okay, okay. Here it is. What is thriving? Let me read this to you. The purpose of this module is to help you define what thriving looks like and feels like to you, not in some abstract, fairy, airy, fairy way, not in a way that disregards the challenges for your very unique lived day-to-day experience, but in a very real way, in a way that feels attainable, in a way that feels comforting and nourishing and exciting. 
what I go on to say is in this module is it's about supporting your thriving while you're on your way to building an outside world that reflects what you want for yourself, right? So it's like, I want that in my outside world, but I'm going to support myself in thriving right now, right now with who I am, not who I, not like this lovely imagined version of myself. And what I go on to say, and now I recognize the reason why I've pointed myself to my own module in this episode, while I'm talking about what happens when we have low self-worth is actually we don't dis- we don't distinguish what thriving looks like for ourselves when we have low self-worth. We don't distinguish what I see low self-worth playing out in how we treat our mind, our body, and our spirit. Your mind means things like the beliefs that you cultivate about yourself, the thoughts you think about yourself, the way you speak to yourself, the way you nourish and nurture your mental health, the way you navigate uncertainty and challenges. I am literally reading from my own workbook here. So if this is resonating, join the Thrive First Method. It comes out in the way that we treat our body, the way we approach our sleep, our rest, our our rejuvenation, our movement, what we consume. It comes out in our spirit, the way we treat our spirit, the connection we have to ourselves and our intuition, our inner knowing, the connection we have to the people and the things we care about, the way we honor what brings us joy and makes us feel like we are growing into the truest version of ourselves. So when we think about how low self-worth affects us, best believe it's going to play out in all of those ways. And if you can relate to this, if this has made you sit up and listen, then you are, you've just seen something about yourself that you can't unsee. And I invite you to pause the episode here and think about what you've just seen in yourself that you can, from this point onwards, check the time on the clock, check the date. From this point onwards, you can't unsee that about yourself. So what the fuck are you going to do about it? That, right? And from this place, it is both scary and a little bit intimidating, but it is also very exciting and very empowering because from a place of clarity, we can create change. So one trick, I, I know that this is a podcast. I know that this is my free material. I know that this is the inner work conversation. So what I want to leave you with in this episode is one small thing that you can take away today and start to practice in order to start building your self-worth. And what I want you to do is what we often think is it's because of that thing out there. So I want you to start recognizing what thing out there do you blame, I suppose is the bluntest way to put it. What thing out there do you blame for your so for your low self-worth? Do you blame that you if you had more time then you'd you'd be able to work, work on your self-worth. If you had more money, you'd be able to work on how you feel, your inner world. If you had a more considerate partner, if you had a better job, if you had a better boss, right? I want to explain to you a very personal example of when I quit my job. And I had a great boss at the time, but There were still things when I was employed that I thought was due to me being in employment. This is just a very personal example just to show you how this works. I thought that these like toxic things that I was experiencing was down to me being in employment. So me having to be tied to a desk for a certain amount of time and all of these things, right? And when I started my business, I a few months in, I recognized, oh, hang on a minute. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem, it's me, in the words of the great Taylor Swift. I recognized that it was actually me. 
that was the issue. It was me that was carrying. Now I didn't have a boss that I could blame. I didn't have colleagues or a culture that I could blame. It was all on me. And actually now I was in charge of my own toxic traits. And I want you to see that in yourself because it's not about these things. It's not about the having more time, having more money, having a more considerate partner, having a better job, having a different boss. Yes, okay, these things are a contributing factor, especially if you are being ill-treated. Of course, that is going to contribute to your lack of self-worth. Of course it is. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, acknowledging our emotional privilege, acknowledging unfair events. However, I want you to start with what you can control right now, and that is your inner world. This is the inner work conversation. I want you to start with the inner stuff and watch the outer stuff change. And that's the invite for you in this episode is to start with you. Self-worth is an inside job. So I want to invite you to define what you want and start to give it to yourself. Start to build your inner self-worth by firstly acknowledging what, what the fuck do you want and starting to give it to yourself. Let me give you a few examples on getting clear on what you want and how to start giving it to yourself. Do you want a romantic partner who values you, appreciates you, respects you, loves you? Start, a lot of the time what you'll find is you'll start trying to seek it out there and you'll wonder, why aren't I getting that? Why am I attracting all of these people? Why? Start with yourself. Start by giving those things to yourself. Give yourself self-respect. Give yourself, um, I can't remember all of the other examples that I gave, so <laughs> give it to yourself first. If you want better colleagues or a better boss, or maybe you want your colleagues and boss or your clients even, maybe you're a business owner and you want your clients to give you credibility and treat you as someone to be taken seriously. Start by doing that for yourself. Maybe start small with the boundaries that you set around how you'll spend your time and how available you will be for people. And go more granular. Like, what does that actually fucking look like to you? Does that look like, do you know what? No, I'm not going to open my emails the moment someone emails me with a subject heading urgent. Maybe that's what that looks like. I don't know. You know. There's the invitation. Pause the episode. See what that means to you. But start by doing it for yourself. Maybe it's with the language that you use in your emails. Instead of saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't come back to you sooner. Maybe instead of that, say, thank you so much for being patient and waiting for my response. Here it is. Or maybe if you own your own business, maybe it's around owning your prices. Maybe it's around, I don't know your current situation, but what I do know is if you're looking to be taken seriously and be feeling the feeling of being credible in business, maybe start within. Maybe the example is you want to be appreciated for the value you give. You know, maybe you are giving a lot of value in your job or in your business. Maybe you're someone like me who gives a lot of stuff away for free, like this podcast. And it is, it would be so easy for me to think I'm not getting any feedback from anyone. No one thinks that this is valuable. No one, that's not true, by the way, but no, 
It was, by the way, at one point, I would never get engagement from you guys. I would get listens, not as many as I wanted, and I would never get engagement. It would be so easy for me to think, for me to assume, to, for me to fill that void with my own assumption of, well, I'm not getting anything back. That must mean that they think I'm shit. Can you see how this works? Start by valuing yourself. Start by noticing the value that you're giving. Start by actively acknowledging your own contributions. If you need to, book time in your own calendar to acknowledge your contributions. Start with you first. And the last thing that I want to leave you with in this um, episode is how. How do I do these things? How do I start with myself? And it is through both your thoughts and it is through your actions. So in your thoughts, start noticing, start acknowledging, start actually whatever the topic is for for you, start acknowledging yourself in each moment, right? As simple as, oh, I could have plowed on with my work at five o'clock, but instead I shut my laptop. Well done me for doing that. Actually, I deserve to shut my laptop then. For me, it's three o'clock, not five (laughs) o'clock. I deserve to shut my laptop then. I've done some valuable work today. And while I walk into the kitchen to make my brew, I am going to replay what valuable contribution I have given today. I took a rest day today. Let me see how that rest day is evidence of me nurturing and nourishing myself and contributing to my own self-worth. It's through the thoughts and it's through noticing, but being an active participant in noticing and acknowledging what is going on. And also through your actions in terms of what you do, what you don't do, what you allow, what you don't allow. Start noticing through your actions, small actions, not big ones, small ones. Start noticing through your actions, what you're allowing, what you're not allowing, and how that is contributing to your lack of self-worth. So are you allowing yourself to get involved in conversations and situations that do not require your involvement because you're wanting to prove yourself and you're thinking, if I get involved in all of these things, someone somewhere will see my self-worth. Someone somewhere will see my worth and reflect that back to me. Is it coming through in that way? Is it coming through in you checking your emails at 10 o'clock at night and responding because you feel like if you don't work harder and do more, then you're not worthy of your job title, your pay packet, your revenue that you're generating in your business? I don't know. You know. <laughs> That's the invitation. I cannot start to acknowledge your thoughts and drive your thoughts towards actively um, try to drive your thoughts towards seeing the value in yourself, seeing where you are nourishing yourself and how that is contributing mind, body and spirit, how that is contributing to your own self-worth, which by the way, is your responsibility and it's very important. And also start to see how you can start to build your own self-worth through the actions that you're taking. I imagine that if this if this episode is resonating with you, I imagine that you're someone who worries a little bit about what other people might think of you. And if you don't respond to their email straight away, I'm using that example a lot in this episode. I'm sure there are many others, but if you are someone who feels like that and thinks like that, start to give yourself snippets of evidence. I mentioned the marble jar in an episode, a few episodes back where start to fill this marble jar with small examples of evidence where, well, do you know what? I did leave that client to wait three hours and the world didn't fall apart. 
check. Yep, I'm still here. I'm still alive. Nothing bad has happened, you know? So I hope that this episode has not only resonated and not only helped you to see the power and responsibility that you have in building and creating and curating and maintaining your own self-worth, but has given you some motivation and encouragement and tools to do so. Before I go, I would like to ask you if you would share this episode or any of my episodes with a colleague, a friend, a family member. So this is a genuine request, by the way, this isn't like a pre-recorded bit that I tag on to the end of the episode. I want you to share these episodes. I have a personal goal of doubling my amount of downloads in February, 2023, which is when this is being released. And the reason for that is because I want to extend my reach. I know that this shit is resonating with a lot of you. You tell me. And so if I always know that I always think that in me sharing my examples, in me sharing my own stories, if I'm experiencing this, someone somewhere, someone else somewhere else must be. And please never forget that the inner work conversation was always, always built with the intention of helping you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. And so I know that if I'm not alone in sharing these experiences and these tools, then surely if you're listening to this and you're resonating with this, you must not be alone either. Please help me by sharing this episode. If this stuff resonates with you, consider coming to work with me. I will leave the links in the show notes. And lastly, please, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.